Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Lee Cantor here, another episode of High Velocity Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Brian Brinkley with QRails. Welcome, Brian. Hey, glad to be here. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about QRails. How are you serving folks? Well, uh, QRails is actually a financial wellness platform. Uh, we started off as a uh, issuer processor, and then what we did is extended that out to uh, provide financial wellness platforms like card issuing services, program management, mobile card holder services, and then a suite of uh, financial wellness stuff for payroll cards, earn wage access, loyalty rewards, Uber banking, budgeting, uh, lending, cross-border remittance. It's easiest to just think of us as like an Uber for everybody else in the world. So now, um, who is your client? Is it the end user, the person that wants to get paid, or is it the employer? How do you, um, who do you serve? Well, the end user is the employee, but our clients are typically the employers, right? So we provide these value-added services to the employee through the employer. That's how we do it. So then you work with employers to help just them simplify how they pay their folks? Yeah, that's one of the ways we do it. It's not just pay. I mean, that's one of the killer apps inside of a, um, a financial wellness platform. Uh, traditionally, we integrate into back office, uh, payroll systems, workforce management, time and attendance systems, so that we can do what you're saying, like uh, provide earned wage access for people that want to be paid today for the work that they did today. But on top of that, because we're fully integrated, we can also provide other financial wellness stuff like, you know, loyalty and rewards and access to open banking systems and lending and cross-border amendments. So we try to make it a full-blown financial wellness platform that helps employees uh, with manage their money. And, um, and then you're also helping the employer kind of provide additional benefits uh, as well as serve their folks to help them get paid and plus a, a whole bunch of other stuff that maybe uh, that wasn't the case prior to working with QRails? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, right now you'll find that in the industry, people are trying to figure out how do they, you know, hire new employees, how to retain employees, how to make them productive and how they focus on it. And one of the key things in this industry is trying to prevent what we'll call predatory lending, right? So giving people access to their wages today prevents them from going out and providing other kind of predator, uh, working with predatory lending services. And then we can do some kind of really cool stuff like scheduling. We work with a bunch of scheduling apps that could say, let's say you and I were waiters and you wanted to swap shifts with me or you wanted to pick up a new shift because you needed $50 more to pay uh, rent or something so that you weren't late fees. Instead of going on and borrowing money, you could pick up a new shift and it would tell you how much money you can make and then you can move that money over there today. And then you could actually pay your rent or a car payment and prevent both sides of that, which is, you know, paying a, a high interest rate on predatory lending or paying a late fee. So there's a lot of stuff that we do inside of this space by being fully integrated. Now, if, if, if folks aren't using QRails, how are they offering kind of all those variety of services? Is it something they would have to have, you know, five different apps or five different service providers in order to, to kind of recreate what you're offering in one holistic package? 
Right. That's true. Uh, a lot of times people will use a time and attendance system for one thing, and then uh, they will use uh, somebody to do earned wage access in another, and then they have to go out and get their own bank for another or go get a card, a debit card from somebody else. We have a tendency to weave all of that together because we're a full stack, right? We can issue payroll cards, and then we can integrate to the software. And let's say you wanted to move money to a payroll card or a bank. We do that. So we don't charge the employee or the employer to do that because we you know, are part of that entire payments platform and payment stack, right? So instead of being three or four different things, we're actually you know, one big full stack. And let me give you an example of how people are using us today, which is different than what you see. Um, in the market today, you'll see, let's, let's take Uber, for example, because a friend of mine works there and it's easy to explain and everybody knows what it is. If you wanted to get paid today, you as the employer, the driver could say, give me my money today and that might cost you money to move it. But in the industry, somebody like uh, a big pizza chain or a big, food supply chain or an employer of some kind will say, well, for a benefit, let's push money, you know, uh, let's push money to our employees, like tip out wages, right? And instead of having the employee ask for it and charging them a fee, the employers are saying, well, why don't we do it as a benefit and we'll just pay tip out wages to everybody today. So let's say you're uh, Domino's, I'll pick them even though they're not our customer, but it's easy for everybody to know who Domino's Pizza is. If Domino's Pizza wanted to pay all their drivers, their tip out and mileage today, they could just push a button and do it and we would process it and do it for them, which is the alternative of putting it on the employee to, to do it themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, does this work? It obviously works with an employer-employee relationship. Does it work with like 1099s and freelancers? Yes, that's actually even easier to do. Because in 1099 and freelancers, you don't have to worry about wage withholding and taxation and all that stuff. Uh, but in the place where they're not 1099 with employers, again, we integrate with some of the big payroll providers. So somebody like OnPay would be an employer and they would say, oh, we don't have access to the hourly rate, the hourly wage. And, and somebody might say, don't give them all of it. Leave some behind for uh, deductions. But a 1099 or a freelance is easy to do because the uh, tax withholding is on them, not on the employer. So now, um, how has the business evolved from when it was conceived to where it is today? Yeah, when when uh, QRails was first conceived, they were a card issuer, a processor for medium and small banks. And when I came in here, we said, "Well, why why don't we go out and try and penetrate the the big tech environment, be more of a tech of the fintech company." than just the fin. So I tell everybody that's funny, we move from fin to fintech. And what we tried to do is build a stack of mobile applications, single sign-on servers, and plugins so that people out in the Bay like uh, Legion or Swipe Clock or SAP or Oracle could actually offer our services as part of their product offering for um, uh, employers or to PEOs. Right. So we build all these plugins for them so that they could do an integrated solution. So let's go back to Domino's. Right. Uh, again, they're not a partner of ours, but Domino's could say, oh, we have our own workforce management system that tells drivers where to go, where to deliver food. They could plug our services into their existing um, application 
And on the reverse side, we could actually provide services ourselves. We could provide them ourselves. I, I like to use the node, like the concur model for small and medium-sized businesses. We can give them an app for large businesses. We can give components to integrate them. What this has done for us is move um, most of us into a technology play where we can front in all of these services to our back-end services, which are banking and financing and the movement of money. So we don't pick the winners. We're not picking here's an Uber or a Lyft or an Airbnb or an Alibaba or a WeChat. What we do is we provide a payments platform for those companies who are going to be the next winners to integrate payments into their technology to provide better value-added services to employers and employees. So we've taken a big shift on who our customer is. We don't see our customers as small, medium-sized banks. We see our customers as this plethora of high-tech companies out there that are providing value-added services. And then, uh, so now in the sales and marketing for you, is it now more about education and awareness? Well, it is and it isn't. You, When we started off, we started off with trying to educate and make people aware, but the good, bad news of COVID is there's a lot of people out there that are stay-at-home employees. They don't want to deal in cash or other people like the whole service industry that's not touching cash as much as it used to, but they need to figure out how to get tips and wages on a daily basis like they were accustomed to. So they are actually looking and their employers are looking and saying, how can we give people their daily wages today? So they're looking for us. It seems like we started out trying to um, introduce people into a new way of the gig economy. And the good, bad news is COVID forced them to come to this direction so that it's a more tech integrated uh, platform. So we haven't had to educate people as much on what they need to do, but who we are in the field or who we are in the business supply chain. And now from an employee standpoint, is this becoming kind of a, an expectation is to be able to access their pay at almost in real time as it's happening? Yeah, they are. I mean, uh, again, go back to like a pizza delivery guy who uh, has been in this space for, for years or like an Uber driver or a truck driver, uh, somebody that's been used to living on wages daily, daily wages. And so they are now finding it easy to do that because not only do they get access to daily wages, they can actually get it on a card, uh, you know, and a mobile wallet that they can actually use immediately. You could be standing in line. It's kind of like the Starbucks. I always use analogies because everybody gets it. It's kind of like Starbucks. You can load it and immediately use it, right? So they're finding that that is something that they need to do. And now there's a tool out there that lets them do that easier, and that's us. So now, um, what is your biggest challenge? Um, how can we help you? What do you, what do you need more of right now? I guess what we need more of is partners, right? I mean, we uh, have a tendency to work with the SAPs of the world, the Oracles of the world, the Prism HRs. These are software providers for HR payroll systems, and they provide that software for employees. Birds, you know, or they do it to PEOs who in turn provide a service to employers. We're available. We just need people to know that we haven't fully integrated the technology and they can use this to provide services to the employers and the employees at, at, at uh, no cost to them. 
So now it, if somebody wants to use your service, at, like what is that, um, like what's the transition cost to switch to you or to implement your uh, offering? Well, there isn't really a switch cost. Uh, some of the people that are in this space uh, make it to where the employee has to go get a bank account or the employee has to go get a payroll card from a third-party agency or a debit card from a bank. Uh, what happens is the employer now just has to subscribe with us, and then we put the program together. We can only do that because we are, like I said, a card issuer, a processor, and a program manager. We can put the entire program together, and we can either let them use our current Any Day app, or we can actually give them components and help them integrate it into their own proprietary enterprise app if they want to. So there's no real switch cost. They just need to reach out to us and work with our salespeople to get in line for an integration in a card payment and earn wage access program. So I'm sure you've done some research in terms of how employees like this. I would imagine this is a home run for the employee. (laughs) It actually is. The take rate is really, really high. Uh, The statistics are relatively new, but the take rate is very, very high right now. It's, uh, there's been a study at Walmart that it was like nearly 70%. So we're projecting it's about a 35% take rate for employees. Uh, but there are some case studies out there that it's much higher than that. So if somebody wanted to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on the team, what's the website? Cubrails.com uh, or anydayispayday.com. Good stuff. Well, congratulations on all the success, Brian. And uh, you're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate you and the work that you do helping us get our uh, voices heard. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you next time on High Velocity Radio.